Hello, and welcome to the STC Fit Learning Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Jason Galea, and I'll be joined by Ben Scott. Thanks for joining us on our way to creating 1 million positive outcomes in personal training by 2030. The podcast is brought to you by STC Fit Learning's Coaches Collective, a premium business mentoring service for PTs who want to attract the clients they want, earn a higher income, and have a long, sustainable fitness career. If you enjoy the episode, please like, share, and subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcasting platform. A five-star review goes a long way to helping us reach more people just like you. Hope you enjoy the episode. I could feel it. I didn't even need to know. <laughs> woke up, woke up it's at ten like thirty Sunday. The oh. hernia just started to like <laughs> fix itself. I was like, ah, oh, Ben must be back. He's home. I feel this like the weight has just been lifted. Yeah, <laughs> I just felt so weird because I was like, I don't actually haven't had. I think we had one conversation while I was away. Yeah, I, I feel like I did a really good job of leaving you alone. Yeah, I I got the vibe where I was like, even when I'd message you almost socially, it was like. You were sort of in your head like, you're on your honeymoon. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah the t- it was, like, it's really tough with the time difference. I didn't realize it was like- Yeah, it was shit. Literally, the, I was like, I could talk at, to you at like 10 o'clock at night mm. or like 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and because we were, we were out too. Yeah. So, just- it was like, yeah, we were sleeping in heaps, which- didn't help either because we got up later which meant yeah. it was late for you guys so yeah. if we were getting up at 8am yeah it would have been like what's that it would have been 4pm here yeah and that would have been like you could actually have an interaction but yeah, yeah we were getting up at like 10 yeah i know I, I secretly like left you alone so that when i go away like you leave me alone <laughs> so i'm like i'm, I'm banking i'm this. playing chess I'm here banking this. <laughs> playing playing the long game it's like hey remember that month holiday and you didn't do much yeah, like, yeah i'm doing the same i'm doing that too <laughs> <laughs> i might split mine up over like two though and do two two-week ones well this is for your efforts mate oh oh thank you so much no worries i already know what this is but i'm still gonna open it look i didn't want to ask but i was like no nah, i have is, to oh, just in case the one. Has it. yeah this is the one <laughs> So, it doesn't even matter that we we're no good because of who it is. Yeah. You have it's to like, tell the ear people what's so happening. So, Ben just gave me a uh, Manchester United home jersey with Ronaldo on the back. So, for the, the ear people who don't know much about football, Ronaldo is probably the greatest player ever. Um, is he goat had, status yet? Oh, like the people that say he's not. Better than OG Ronaldo? Yeah. yeah. The, well, look, it's, yes, he is in terms of like, well, it's like in terms of stats, everything, but like all those like older um, football enthusiasts will be like, oh yeah, but you know, um, Ronaldo um, from Brazil was like, you know, before his time and this and that. And it's like, yeah, but like, it doesn't matter. how do you- Who's the best? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, how do you gauge who's the best? It's like, stats are pretty good. And yeah. it's like, he scored the most goals. It's like over 800 and something goals in 800 games. Yeah. He's got like, what, five world player of the years. Um, he's won like the Champions League, which is like the best club competition. Um, he's won that like five times. He's won prim, uh, like the, the top prim, uh, championship in like four different countries, I think. Yeah. So it's like yeah, really hard to pretty... top score in all of those. Yeah. So it's just really hard to sit there and be like, you know, you're not the best. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's taken like a second tier world a like national team to like a European championship. Yeah. I think they they made like the semifinals of the world cup or something like that. So it's like, it's just really hard to say you're not that great. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, obviously like there's that messy discussion as well. Like people are like, Oh, but you know, Messi's mm-hmm. got like seven world players of the year and, and blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, uh, like just like an amazing player as well. Yeah. But um, I feel like you just want all the other. Yeah. Like Ronaldo is the man for me. Yeah. So it's like, he works hard. He's, you can tell he's an absolute fucking savage. Yeah, he's, he's got. So he a broke streak. that kid's hand. Uh, he smashed the uh, he smashed the kid's phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a savage. Yeah, yeah, apparently, like, really hurt his hand when he did it. And yeah, he was, like gonna go for him for money and shit. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like I don't know. I just think that when you're one of those people where you have to work hard to be the best, it's yeah, like you gotta have that mean streak. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, yeah, I don't agree with smashing people's phones and shit and hurting kids <laughs> yeah. and stuff. But I think the kid was like, um, had like a disability or something as well, which made it even worse. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he like, re- t- yeah, you can't justify it, but he wasn't in a good place. Yeah. Like got, he'd been hurt. Yeah, and he was like, no, they got flogged. Off. They got flogged. Yeah. Uh, away. He was and, limping too, though, right? He was. Oh, injured. he got butchered that game. Yeah. Like, um, 
like he had fucking battle scars over his legs. Because you get, yeah, you know, that's what happens when you're the best and you play yeah. football. They attack. Everyone runs into you and puts a boot into you just a little bit harder than other yeah. players. Yeah. So he's probably used to it week in, week out, just getting destroyed. Yeah. And then, yeah, we got flogged because we're terrible this year. Um, so yeah, he just, obviously, yeah, phone in the face, like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, yeah you shit. <laughs> and he would have just gone fuck off and just smashed it. I love how he just like threw it, stamped on it and just kept walking. Yeah. It's like, I'll fix this later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you 10 phones. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. And he's like, yeah, it got swept under the carpet pretty quickly. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I'm sure he got a, a check and that was the end of it. Yeah. It's like, he, uh, he offered to take him to Old Trafford and like, you know, do the whole experience. And his mum was just like, nah. No, thanks. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She said, no, nah, that's just not not good role model status. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, no one's perfect. And then it's just like, you know, we forget. You, no one actually probably realizes all the good stuff that he does. Yeah. Because, you know, like, I'm a bit of a fanboy. So, I've tapped into his career and his life a fair bit. And it's like, he's put people through school. Mm-hmm. He's paid for surgeries with people who've had no money. And, you know, yeah. it's just like, it takes a certain type of person to, to do that. You know, yeah. and it's just like... You know, everyone kind of loses their temper a little bit, you know, and it's yeah. like he's a really competitive person. Especially as well. when you, you talk about the white line fever, and it, technically he was like, I guess, just over the white line. He was in the tunnel, but yeah. it's like he's still, it's, it's still, still game shit. day, bro. Yeah. He wants <laughs> like, to win. Yeah. 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 And it's, yeah, like it, no one's probably keeping invested in, in English Premier League soccer and Manchester United specifically more than me. And it's like, we're terrible. And yeah. he is an elite sportsman. And he has an elite mentality that no one at our club has and he wants to win. Yeah. And the rest of the guys are just happy to like, you know, get paid, get paid, yeah. put videos up on TikTok and play Warzone. Yeah. And it's okay. like, and not win. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, up, like super pissed off about so it. So what happened there? I, I very loosely, not at all, to be honest, follow the <laughs> soccer. But I, I thought that it was like a, a Miami Heat kind of situation. We were supposed to win the Premier League this yeah, year. Yeah, where it was like, you got yeah. Ronaldo and that was the final. Well, we came that second. Was, that was getting LeBron to the Heat. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is it. Yeah. Well, we came second last year and we just needed a striker. Mm-hmm. So we just needed someone to bang the ball in the net. And so then we've got the best striker ever <laughs> who, who'd already formerly played for the club. So it was like, this is, yeah, this is it. Yeah. And then I think that obviously just changed the dynamic of how the team was managed. And then right. the manager lost control of the dressing room and then, then they brought in a new manager. And yeah, he's just caretaker. So yeah, and like his okay. philosophy is not going to work. Like you're not going to bring someone in and over half a season try and change the whole philosophy of how a, a team plays football. So yeah. that just turned to shit as well. Yeah. So, so now they've brought in another coach for next season. Fuck. Um. Sounds but, like sounds like the Knicks. Bro, honestly, <laughs> like I've I've I was I was very fortunate as a child to watch my favorite team. Do something that no other sports team really how, done because they were it, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Two thousands, nineties, early nineties, yeah, all the way up to um, probably two thousand and eight, yeah. two thousand and ten. Uh, basically, until Sir Alex Ferguson decided to retire, they were the best. Yeah, and it was just because he was a he was ruthless. Mm-hmm. So he just like instill fear in his players yeah. to the point where it's just like I don't care how good you are, like you you're you're expendable and we'll replace you. Yeah, and he used to do that, and, and that's when they had that like. Beckham was Owen there was as well, and oh, like they, all those like yeah they they once had in a, a generation players yeah they had a group of te- uh, uh, players that came up through the youth ranks mm. as a as a solid unit so it was about eight of them yeah. and then gradually like you know some of them kind of fell off yeah but there was like four or five of them that just were there from start to finish yeah um, or like Beckham moved and but but like he, they just got replaced though yeah and then yeah the. The, the philosophy of the club changed after that and then they've just gone for like, you know, quick fixes, you know, bringing in big names and they're selling shirts and making money but yeah not putting any trophies in the cabinet. Yeah. So, I know for me, it's like I don't really care who plays for the club. It's like if they're not winning, yeah it's like I'm, I get annoyed at that shit. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's weird how you think that way because like, I was like, almost to the point where I was like, next year I'm not buying a jersey. Yeah. You know, because I buy one every year. If you look at my um my wardrobe, I have like, probably 11 different types of Manchester yeah. United home and away strips. Yeah. And I like next year I was like, no, I'm sick of this shit. You know what I mean? I'm sick of <laughs> yeah. investing in a club and expecting them anything. to, yeah, yeah. And it's like, what are you using the money for? Yeah. It's like, you're just wasting it on shit players <laughs> who don't want to play. Yeah. It's like, I was getting, I was fucking getting salty. Like sometimes on Do a Saturday. Do you take that one back? Nah, this one's good. <laughs> sometimes on a Saturday, at least I know this one will be like, it's like, 
he's good. Yeah. So he has a legacy. Yeah. Where it's like I've bought some other players, and it's like ah, oh, you've been sold oh, in shit. a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, but yeah, Saturday nights we get pretty heated. Like I'd be watching the soccer, and Steph would be there. She's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Let's go to bed." <laughs> Stayed up till one a.m. For, for what it's worth, I watched all of about twenty minutes while I was in London. Yeah. Just because it was on in the pub. Yeah, of course. And. The ten minute section that I watched was him scoring and getting called offside. And then within two minutes he got a penalty and yeah. scored. And I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool when you see goals as a mutual, but then yeah. it's like, let's go shit. Yeah. It's nil all. So imagine doing that at like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've had so many arguments with people like overseas online because I get obviously quite heated. If there's one thing I'm gonna argue about, it's fucking soccer. <laughs> And they're just like, oh, you're not even a real fan. I was like, I was like, I paid seven and a half thousand dollars to travel to over there yeah. and to to go and watch a game, and we stay up till one a.m., two a.m. every week to watch it. Like, yeah. would you do that? And it's just dead silence. Yeah. And it's like, fuck you. Yeah. It's like I got you, bros. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you guys just have it handed to you for like forty dollars a week. Yeah. It's like I'd go and watch them every week for you know forty dollars a game. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. How you feeling being back? Uh, mentally, I feel amazing, but I'm still catching up. Like, yeah, sleep wise. Just ben, I spoke to Brenton, and he's like, "I oh, tell Ben to come um, have a hit," and I was like, "Oh, I think he's stra- I think he's battling this week." <laughs> it's like, I'll yeah. just give him a week. I'm keen. I was thinking I'll probably go to the range first, just yeah. to like dust the cobwebs off because yeah. I don't want to go have a game and fucking hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'll just so, be awful. Yeah, I might just might just do that, but mm. yes, I haven't I haven't slept through yet, so. Yeah, I think it takes like an hour. You get an hour. A, is it? I don't know if it's an hour a day or an hour a week. Yeah, like okay. the jet lag. Yeah, I think it's an hour a day. I hope so, it's a day. <laughs> I think it is. I think long, it is because I, I remember it's a long three months. I remember talking. Yeah, no, no, it's an hour a day. So I remember um, thinking about it. Like when you go away, you never get, you never catch up on the jet lag that from when you yeah. left, and then when you get home, you never catch again. up again. Yeah. So you're just like fucking your sleep wake cycles fucked yeah. because. Your body doesn't know when it's supposed to be awake and when it's supposed yeah. to be asleep, so it's just absolutely. Mental. On the way over, I nailed it. So we had a like a, the first flight was eight hours, so yeah. and that was daytime there, so it was easy like stay awake movies, and then the next flight was twelve or something, um, after the stopover, and that was their nighttime. Yeah. So I was just like eat. Some chemical assistance, a bottle of wine. Zannies and red wine. Laters. <laughs> <laughs> and so, when we got there, we were both pretty sweet. Like, we slept okay on the, on the plane. Yeah. Um, but coming home, we left the hotel room at 3 a.m. So, yep. we're on the back foot from the start. We're just like, yeah, I think we'd had like three hours sleep that night. Yeah. So, then it was like, it just didn't. Traveling, the traveling, the big ones. They suck, man. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. And I like always think about like, oh, next time I travel, I'm going to like, you know, do two days in Singapore and then I'm going to fly. But it's still it's not worth fucking it. 10. Yeah, and it's still yeah. 10 hours. And then like, yeah, you just, what do you do? Stay there, eat overnight, look around the place for one day and then fly home. Yeah. And that's going to cost you like an extra four grand or whatever. Yeah. I was talking to, said to Amy, she's like, oh, if we weren't organized enough. We should have stayed a night here. I'm like, yeah, but by the time you actually go and do bag collection and shit, yeah, you waste then you it. get to the hotel, you're tired and it's fuck anyway because you've already done, especially from Europe, you've already done fucking 14 hours. Yeah. So it's like you go to sleep, then you have to pack and go again. It's like, it's... Man. That's why rich people have business class Yeah, that's first class. That's what I... Rather than spending the money on staying an extra night, mm. I'd rather upgrade my seats. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I haven't looked into like the difference between... Because like Double. I feel like I could do like business. Double. First class probably not there. Yeah, yeah we looked at <laughs> even we business like it. it might be just a section of the. the we traveling. considered it because we we're like, oh, like honeymoon, like mm. flight home, why not? And yeah, it was double. I was like, mm, that's steep, like four yeah. four grand to fly home. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, but it, yeah, it's a lot until you've been f- traveling for like twenty hours, and then you're like, oh, I fucking pay any. Yeah. <laughs> Hindsight's always good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like yeah. stopping over on a tarmac at 40 degrees, having people bless the plane with no air conditioning. <laughs> Fucking hell. Just to save $300. Yeah, Jesus. Fuck well, that. $300 when you're 21 is probably like 1000 it's, yeah. it's different. It's a day. Yeah. It's a th- it's three grand. Yeah, and it's, but it's a whole day as well. Like when you, that's a day's worth I could spend oh, along yeah. the way. And that's the thing with it's like-, like a, It was like a week's wage at 21. Yeah, yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. Yeah. 
but yeah, no, the trip was good and coming back like super refreshed. Yep. Um, yeah, mentally. I, I, I didn't realize how hungover I was from COVID. I put a post up that just like everything since then was like, because we lived in that uncertainty for so long. Yeah. And we've talked about like when we get back, the first thing we need to do is everyone get together and just think about like what we're doing, where we're headed. Yeah. Because for two years, it was just like, Survive. what's the point? Yeah. Like it was just put out this fire, put out this fire, put out mm. this fire, put out this fire. It was the first time I've really got to step back and go like, we're all right now. Mm. <laughs> like what is the next six, 12, three years, five years, 10 years? What does that look like? Because we can actually start planning shit now. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I was, I was really surprised because I thought that I handled it pretty well. Like there was a few times that I was like, yeah, pretty down, but felt like we... As a business, we got through it really well. We were successful. Yeah. But I just think like, yeah, it changed some some thought processes that I was unaware of. Yeah. Um, it was cool to step back and be like, oh, okay, this is yep. it's different. <laughs> yeah, that's... I think I need to do that. I think I need to go and do something to like that sounding woo-woo, but like find myself again. I feel like mm. I'm different. I don't know how to describe it. I said it to Steph the other day. I said like, I just don't feel the same. Yeah. Like I just feel... <laughs> Like you said, it's just like I feel always thinking about like the consequences, always being on high alert, always like, yeah. I wouldn't say it's like being negative, but it's like you, because more shit, I don't know. I feel like the older you get, more shit happens to you. So yeah. you start to think about like where I used to be, like glass half full kind of dude all the time. Yeah. I'm starting to become like, oh, hang on, this could happen. Yeah. Or this could happen. I, or this could happen. I think we have less fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah. And, and it's funny you say that because I said to Steph, like, I need to, I need to go and do something. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But I said, I just, I'm bored. Yeah. And I'm unfulfilled. Yeah. And I don't, and it's like, work's great. Um, but even then, I was like, overanalyzing, like, where things could be better. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, but I don't know what to do next. And I don't know if it's, yeah, there's something. And then I said, to her, you know, we need to go away. We need to do whatever. And, and the last holiday didn't work out. Like, yeah, I spent, f- we were so relaxed until that last day. And then the dogs got away. Right. Of course. And then, yeah. You know, Claire's been injured ever since. since. Yeah. And she's only really just started to recover. Like, you know, um, we got our final checkup Friday. Mm. So that's where are we now? We're in, we're in May. And that was the first week of January. Yeah. So that's been a five month yeah. ordeal. And I know people think, oh it's just a dog but it's not yeah it's like it was all hands on deck yeah thousands of dollars yeah you know that kind of stuff so i've never i don't feel like i've kind of had that you know just wind down chill kind of and i and it's good that you've gotten to experience other cultures as well Mm. because you can kind of just see how other people are living yeah yeah and it's like fuck it's okay yeah like you know everyone's doing their thing and um i still feel like we've there's still this like fear that's yeah. still covering, you yeah. know, like I can't turn the TV on. I can't log on to Facebook. It's all just fucking fear mongering. Yeah. I'm sick of it. So, because I've been away, I've been like smashing through podcasts and I normally have like a bank and it's real easy, Yeah. but I've been smashing through them. So, I was like, oh, fuck, I haven't listened to RX for a, way, a while. I'll bang that on. And I had a half listened episode and I put it on and they, the, the just obviously was a few months ago and they started talking about vaccines and shit and I was like my skin just started to crawl yeah. it's like get this shit fucking off like I don't want yeah, to hear that about this yeah, any yeah. fucking more it's like I've just I literally and in, in saying the fear thing we heard an Australian accent at landing in the Zurich airport and landing in Melbourne uh, maybe once the rest of the time mm. everywhere yep did not hear another Aussie at all yeah and like stayed in earl's court in london which is like the aussie spot yeah and did all the touristy shit like the the most touristy shit you could do we did it did not hear a single australian yeah which is seems weird still everyone's still so scared to go away yeah yeah Yeah. for me it just seems like there's so many hoops but it's like now that you've done it yeah it's kind of good that like you just feel a bit more comforting when other people you know do it like anything it's actually so easy yeah, well, I, I, yeah, it's just buy a ticket, go on a plane, do everything we used to do. Yeah, like literally to get to Zurich, we all you need to do is fill out a separate like Medicare form so you get an international vaccine yeah. passport. 
just it's blue instead of green okay <laughs> sure and then all you literally do is like show the lady at the counter and they're like yep cool yeah move on with your life yeah when we got to spain i think their mask regulations finished the third or fourth day that we were there but no one was mm. wearing them anyway so it was just like whatever yeah and do your own thing even like we went to gibraltar so left spain where people were wearing masks went to gibraltar which is like yeah, a, a 50 meter walk next door yeah <laughs> and they're like not wearing masks and everything's sweet and like we just put six people in a taxi to do a tour I was like this is fucking so ridiculous yeah yeah so it was yeah hiccup free I think there's a few places that are tough like um, one of the the uh, like check in chicks was like oh Singapore like oh it's just a transit and they're like oh thank god so much fucking paperwork for Singapore. I was like, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, I think all the countries we went to were pretty sweet. Um, yep. So, you've probably just got to pick the right ones, but... Yeah. Yep. Um, seemed like you did more sightseeing than relaxing, or did I just not see much of the relaxing? I think we did one day next to the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Everything Steph was like, ben, Ben's a sightseer, isn't he? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I can't see him being a like lying by the pool kind of dude so <laughs> i said i'm gonna go and say he's been walking around doing shit yeah i'm a nerd basically yeah. so yeah I'm she's like, like he really likes history by the looks of it i'm yeah. like yeah and i was like lots more than us I'm like we like the pool <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent. like we to the point where i was like particularly in paris we were watching documentaries of the evolution of yeah. the city. So then when we went places the next day, I was like, oh, that's where this happened and this happened. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm fucking nerd. I don't care. Yeah. I think the only <laughs> place I really kind of got hooked on that shit was when we went to Rome. Yeah, of course. Because I was just like, this building's like a hundred times older than us as a civilization yeah. in Australia. Yeah. Like this, this building. Yeah. Like, we, you know, we, and they used to kill each other in here and everyone used to watch for fun. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. There's, yeah. And then they put shops in it and then decided to rip it down and then said, hey, let's not rip it down. And then now they're trying to keep it so it it's doesn't important. fall down. Yeah. Because yeah, it makes the money. It's, yeah. It's just absurd. Like, crazy. Yeah. When you go there. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. We were, there's a square in Paris. Like you got the Louvre and then a big garden and this square. You've probably been there. Have you been to Paris? No, I didn't go to Paris, yeah. Um, Again, just went to the party destination. Yeah. <laughs> it's too far from Greece. <laughs> just went to where it was hot, cheap, and yeah. the, the party was, was good. So, there's this square that I think within a, in either a year or two years, they beheaded 1,600 people. Yeah, it's not. And it's like you stand on the spot where the guillotine was. It's like, yeah. fuck, this is pretty yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. And we went to this pub and um, I sent a, a message to like our family chat. And I was like, Amy, what do you want for lunch? Just a pub is fine. The pub and just a video of this like fucking immaculate all brass bars and like stained glass windows and shit. Took a photo of the menu. was like established in 1827. And then my sister-in-law was like, oh, aren't there heaps of pub? Like what? No, she's replied, what's wrong with it? And I was like, nothing's wrong with it. It's fucking awesome. It's amazing. And she's like, oh, isn't there just pubs everywhere? I'm like, this pub is like almost 100 years older than Australia. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's a thing. <laughs> it's almost older than when white people came to Yeah. Australia. You got to think like, <laughs> and, and I'm again being a nerd. It's like, what, what was it like when it was built? Who went there? What like evolutions has it gone through? All that kind of shit. It's just like fuck. This has been around. Yeah, it's that's so cool. long. And then yeah, you go to the everyone shits on the British Museum because it's just like shit that the British stole from everywhere else in the world and they just kept it. <laughs> yeah. But it's pretty convenient because you don't have to go there. Yeah, the yeah. To yeah. see this, it's just shit. like a one-stop shop, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah, there's shit in there that's like three thousand years old. Amy didn't understand ad bc yeah she didn't understand what it meant so she's like yeah. oh what's like a thousand bc i was like well we're in 2020 so bc means a thousand years before zero yeah so it's like temperature so that means it's three thousand she was like fuck yeah <laughs> yeah wild yeah it's wild. old as fuck <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah everywhere was grouse um, favorite destination switzerland by far oh yeah i thought france was taking it because of the coffee yeah, fuck, living, man. So. Getting a good coffee anywhere except Paris, yeah, very challenging. I, I can see how that's like. Paris is a very sorry. France and 
if anyone's French, don't fucking hate on me. <laughs> they have a very similar culture to Italy. Mm. So they're, they're even the, the food and everything like, you know, and I'm not talking about what exactly what they eat, but it's like, you know, in the morning it's pastry and, and an espresso. Yeah. It's, you know, you only eat one heavy meal, which is dinner time. And yeah. even then dinner's early and, you know, you kind of do all your shit into the evening and stuff. Like yeah. it's, it's so coffee is going to be a really big part of their, yeah. um, about of sorry, part of their culture. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was surprised. I thought Spain would have good coffee. I thought everyone nah. would have good it's, coffee. Spain, Spain's, Spain's a fucking letdown. I didn't like it, man. It's a fucking letdown. Yeah. Like, I've, yeah. it's like I've had the best times there to like you know go out and, and whatever, but it's like I don't know. I've been unimpressed by the food. The weather's good. Yeah, but, like, I, yeah, we had good paella and then like. Like, I know everyone's going to come for me. That's fine. Yeah. Tappers, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, um, I feel yeah. I think, like, Switzerland is so heavily influenced by... Because you've got German, Italian, and French bordering. Yeah. So, you go to a restaurant, and it's all three. And I think the shit thing about Spain is, like, you can it's only eat Spain. Spanish food. And yeah. France was a bit the same. And, like, um, I know Steph's the same, but, like, Amy doesn't eat a lot of stuff yeah she basically has a, a five variety. year old palette yeah yeah <laughs> so I was like I'll have you, steak and frites every day yeah so basically that was like oh do they have cup we were joking it was like Amy's just travelling the world trying different carbonaras <laughs> <laughs> hey that's not a bad trip <laughs> yeah yeah so it was like um, the most variety and then because it's so rich man so rich like we everywhere we went we saw street sweepers first thing in the morning every day. Yeah, it's sick. There was no litter. Everything was perfect. If there was graffiti, it was like art. Yeah. It wasn't tags. Yeah. Like it was just everything was immaculate. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but fuck, like basic dinner yeah, it's and a it. drink is like 150, 160 bucks. It was just it was like literally, we just said at the start of the week, it was just like, we just can't look. Yeah, you just we just it. have to accept yeah what happens at the end of the week and deal with it and it's going to come out of the shopping budget yep. and just do what needs to be done because mm. I don't want to be like counting pennies the whole time we're there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think we were there for like four, four and a half days and we would have spent two grand on food. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. yeah. But it was, was all great. Was the food good though? It was all great. Yeah. yeah, so that's the difference. Like when I went to um, Waikiki in Hawaii, yeah, it was like food was fucking ridiculously expensive. Like It was like, you know, $11 for a latte every morning. Yeah. Um, cause the, the only place that I had a good lattes was $11 and I was like, well pay five for a shit coffee or have a real one or have yeah. a real one. Um, yeah. and then, yeah, but every meal was shit. So you, but you're paying a hundred, hundred us and you got to tip them. And yeah. like, I just don't really understand the concept of tipping someone Yeah, because just pay staff properly, you fuckers either pay your staff <laughs> properly or do something that imp- that, that is like, me. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, I don't, I don't need you to do a magic trick or something. Like, hey, you know, watch this and, you know. But it's yeah. like, just go out of your way to make the service, uh, you know, something different than what normal is. And it's like, yeah, cool. Like, I'll give you a tip. Yeah. But it's like, oh, no, 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 you have to. And I'm like, what do you mean I have to? It's like, yeah. you didn't, all you did was walk the food over and gave it to yeah. me. Yeah, you fucking weren't even job. that nice. Yeah. It's your job. <laughs> like, why do I tip you for your job? You're yeah. getting paid for your job, right? Yeah. So then it's but like. But that's it, they're not. Yeah, yeah, that's such a stupid concept. Yeah. So then it's like, ah, oh, you've got to tip them because you feel sorry for them and shit. America's fucked. Like the price on the ticket isn't the price. No, because it's got Cause tax. Got to, yeah. And every state has a different stupid. tax. I remember I bought this like slice of cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory yeah. and I had the exact amount of money in coins. Yeah, yeah. And then they no said dice. it would be more. And I was like, what if, What the fuck? Yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, this, this, te- this, this tax, then this tax. And I was like, I hate this place. Yeah. I hate it. So then I uh, had to use my card, had all these fucking coins, yeah. gave it to some homeless dude. Yeah. It's kind of paying it forward, I guess, a little you bit. You can't but... afford a cheesecake. Sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gonna have to like ask someone else who's coming out with coins. Yeah, like, here you, you go. Another couple of bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She like that annoys me. But then it's like, I, I think, you know, talking about the benefits of traveling. Um, and one of the things that I really like need, which is why we'll Ten. probably go away soon, is... Hey guys, hope you are enjoying this week's episode. If you are, please remember to like, share and subscribe. Don't forget to head to the website where we have all our free resources, gifts, products, services and merch for you guys to enjoy. All right, let's head back to the episode. The need for 
like to experience other culture because I feel like that's part of the reason why you feel so relaxed now too is like when you go away you see how other people live and like sometimes like it can really level you because mm. you're like fuck life's not actually that bad yeah. and then you can kind of just see how like other people like just get by without the rat race of life like I feel like we live in like a really fast paced society like you know we get go to the shops if someone like doesn't give something to you straight away you get a little bit anxious mm. like you know a little bit shitty and you're just like, no, no, I need that right now. And then you go to other places and everyone's just really cool to wait 10, 15 minutes and, yeah. you know, be real chilled and, like, they're not, you know, walking up behind you on the footpath and, like, you know, get out of the way yeah, and driving <laughs> driving in the right-hand lane yeah. and, like, you know, flipping the the headlights at people. Like, because we just live in such a, like, you know, if it's going to take 20 minutes to get there, mm. if it takes 21, I'm like, yeah. you know. And I think that's part of what kind of brings you down as well, like, just from, like, a um like an anxiety and and and... Um, a stress perspective is like we just live so quick and yeah. going away allows you to like you know you obviously work on your own time but yeah. then see how other people kind of live and you're like okay cool we kind of one we have a good at home and two like we actually don't have to live this way yeah there's there's like a few things that stood out and that was one of them is that just like my life at home is so fucking good yeah like yeah it's pretty good we work from home so both me and my wife. So it's like we wake up, I go do my morning stuff. She does her morning stuff. We have lunch together. We go separate ways again, come back and have dinner. I can walk my dog whenever I want. I can train whenever I want. Mm. Like even just like the setup of like how good my bed is, how good my pillow is, like just little shit like that. And like how, how soft your toy is to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> how good my <laughs> stitch is to cuddle. How good the food is that we have yeah. on tap all the time. Mm. Um, like all of that stuff, I was just like, fuck my life at home, like traveling the way I traveled when I was like, if I'd have done that when I was 25, it would have been better than what I lived at home. Yeah. Now it's like life's so fucking good at home. Like just actually take some stock of that and think how cool that is. Yeah. Um, cause we were like, oh fuck, if we had a two bedroom with a kitchen, we could happily never come home. Yeah. But like being in a hotel room and not being able to cook and not having like shit on demand when we wanted it, like you were saying, it was like, nah, I'm not, this is done. Yeah. You don't want to, <laughs> you, you don't want to get caught in the holiday hype. And then it's just like, like we'll talk about like the healthcare thing. It's like, yeah. you know, get sick and try and do the things that you do at home. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, if you yeah. can't do those overseas, then, or the things you like to do, obviously. Yeah. Then that's when you don't, you kind of might make a bit of a mistake. If yeah. You decide to move overseas, you know. Yeah, I think the the biggest issue was the two places we stayed had shit breakfast. Yeah. And that just kind of fucked. It's like, because the first thing you have to do is get up and find a cafe. For the first meal of the day, it's so, and it's so fucked. That's the easiest meal. Yeah. And it was like the and hotel, that up. the hotel, the breakfast was terrible. So it was like, I'll just have yogurt and muesli, which is yeah. what I would have bought if I was buying it and putting it in my room if I had a fridge. Yeah. But I'm not paying 11 pounds for it. Yeah, no. Nah. I'm paying $22 nah. for fucking oats. Yeah. I have a thing where like, if I know that ingredients are cheap, I can't buy it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if it, did you, maybe you ordered oats one night, one morning when we went yeah, out. Probably. I was like, I, I fucking despise you right now. Yeah. Like, that's something you could they put just, in. They do it better than me. Add a, a quarter of a cup of water and put it in the fucking microwave for two minutes, bro. It's like, you just pay $20 for that. It's like, if I go out, I want something that like, I want some like rosty and like, yeah. you know, I want hollandaise sauce because I can't make it. It's like, yeah. I want the shit that like, I'm not going to be able to I cook. didn't really like breakfast food though. Yeah. So like, I, and a porridge out that has like fruit that I wouldn't put in it that's yeah. made obviously with way more sugar than I would ever make. Way more with. care as well. Probably <laughs> some cream or some shit. This is like, yeah, this is better. It's milk in the oats instead of water. Yeah. Yeah. This is elite. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah, coming home for us, the reflection that I had was like for, for you and I and the whole team, it's like we need to have more fun with what we do. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that COVID probably took away. Yeah. Like when we came into a meeting, it was like, what's wrong this week? Yeah. What fire are we putting in? Yeah. Whereas yeah. Yeah. like even we used to do like the, what's the best thing to happen this week or what's your, what are you grateful for or whatever? Like that stuff at yeah. the start of the meeting just to get things going. Mm. Cause like we're doing well, <laughs> like let's actually have some fun with it and enjoy stuff. And I know like when we do the podcast and that kind of stuff, they're probably the highlights of the week. It's like, we just get to talk shit and have fun. And mm. like now we're training and filming and all of that. Yeah. Traveling, I think just we need to just do more of that. But mm. also like the grunt work 
writing content, all that kind of shit, I think we need to just step back a little bit and go like, I'm writing about stuff that I really like. I yeah. like talking about this and it's going to help people. Mm. I like helping people and I'm seeing all these people get the results yeah. because they're consuming this content. This is actually pretty cool. And yeah. I think the other thing that I learned was like, I don't know, maybe it was different from your point of view, but <laughs> I was away for four weeks and nothing exploded. For once. <laughs> <laughs> so if, I think that was a lesson for me. It was like, I, I was probably in a trap where I was like, everything has to be done yesterday. Yeah. So I, I'm guilty of the fucking five things in the high priority list. That means none of them are high priorities. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. I can actually just concentrate on one thing and do it really well and get it done. Yeah. I don't have to try and do 400 things at the same time mm. and be stressed and not get anything done well. Yeah. Yeah, we're guilty of that. So, yeah. Take off too much. Yeah, I think yeah. they were they were probably the main... To bring back, they were the yeah. main things that I sort of... Mm. Well, yeah, it wasn't... Um, it wasn't a... It wasn't bad with you away or anything. Like, you know, we, we got shit done. We made some decisions. You know, I just felt like I had to be available more. Like, and mm. I think that when, because I knew I had to be available more, like my shit didn't get it done. Yep. No, my extra shit didn't get done. Yep. You know, it was like, I just had to like spend a fair bit of time zooming out and being like, okay, yeah, who this person need these guys need to be taken care of. And, you know, Nat needs to make, I need to make sure she's being taken care of because she's taking care of them. Yep. Um, you know, Tam Scott knows what exactly what he's doing. Like, rather than me just kind of looking at what I needed to do and talking to you, yeah, I had to sit back and be like, okay, I need to make sure everyone's all move good. all the puzzle pieces. Yeah, 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 and just keep it as it is, as it was. Like, it yeah. wasn't really like a how do I make this better kind of situation. The mid episode ad is great, by the way. I listened to the STC fit episode this morning. Oh, I was yeah? like, oh, I like that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. We came in one day. And you didn't just say like, subscribe, your dogs, though. I was looking forward to that. Is yeah. that a different one? Yeah, nah. That was in the shorts. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We've, I think I said it Let's about use that this 40 episode. times. I think I said it about 40 times in about two minutes in front of Tam. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bloopers on that um, yeah. on that stuff. Yeah, we came in and I was like, let's do all this. And I was like, actually, you know what? Fuck it. And we just changed everything. It was pretty funny, actually. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah. It's good. But yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's good. But um, I think it's important to uh, like... We always talk about it. It's like there's always times when there's, you know, you push the push pedal to the metal and then there's times when you just got to consolidate. I think like we're probably in that situation at the moment where there's a few things we kind of just need to consolidate on and go, right, let's just make sure the roots are in the ground now. Yeah. Um, review some shit and then we'll take all the new stuff. Yeah. Rather just being always in that situation of like trying to take more. Yeah. It's like let's just, you know. Yeah. Sometimes better is better than more. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Just yeah. refining yeah. things rather than trying to yeah, 100%. more shit all the time. Yeah. And like, you know, we we get lost in the... Because we're always... I think we just push for more naturally. Like, you know... Yeah. Because um, I... How do I put this? Because I didn't think I would be in this situation mm -hmm. now. You know, like I thought that I was only going to be working at home for three months. Yeah. And I thought I'd be in the gym. Yeah. And I thought I'd be, you know, doing... Um, would be working at, at the gym, not at my house. Um, I think that sometimes like we haven't moved. Yeah. And then I sit back and I'm like, oh no, nah. like we always have shit. Yeah. We've, you yeah, know, we, we kind of have evolved, which is, which is good. Definitely. Yeah. But sometimes it's important to sit back and just like, you know, have a look at what you're doing now and where you've come from. Yeah. Um, because yeah, you'll, you'll, that really starts to kind of bring you down and ground you again. And then like talking about gratitude and shit, like, it's like, it's important to have gratitude, but about real things, you know, don't go yeah. looking for shit, yeah. you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm grateful that I have fucking hot water. It's like, yeah. you know, we live in fucking Australia. Like you, <laughs> that's not something to be grateful for. You've had it for fucking 30 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, be grateful for the lifestyle that you have and like the fact that you can help people and, and yeah. you know, the fact that you've got like a good team to work with and, you know, you get good results and that makes you fulfilled and it sits in line with your values. Like talk about shit like that. Like yeah. that's something that I have lent on because now because like things haven't gone to plan yeah you know so it's like okay well rather than thinking about the fact that like you know we were so close to opening the gym and yeah we, we were so close to like you know i guess ticking all the boxes on the um on the vision board and mm. you know life what could have would have you yeah, know been yeah. it's like okay well let's look at where we've come from 
yeah. and what, 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 what we actually get to do on a regular basis that is fulfilling and rewarding. And then I think, like you said, it's just like we need to have more fun. Yeah. I agree with that. Like even just trying to have fun, like I can tell I'm trying to search for it. That's why I'm playing yeah. golf so much. Yeah. And that's why, like I said the other day, I'm like, maybe I'll try Strongman. Maybe yeah. I'll try something. Like we, I just want to have a chat about that in a moment. Yeah, I'll just come back to that. Yeah, I just want to try fun shit. Yeah. I want to be, I just want to like have a hobby. Like I like to work out, but I want to find something that's fun mm-hmm. as well. And just like, even if it is just like go in and do it and leave and yeah. like, and do it every now and then or go try something like, you know, like over in American stuff, how you can do those like tactical weekends and shit. Yeah. It's like, I'm fucking in. Yeah. If we can find something, something like that yeah. to do. Send suggestions, guys. Fun yeah. shit we can Hooning do. around in one of those like ATV cars mm. on the tracks and shit. Maybe like, we should oh. buy a race car. Yeah, but then we have to race the same car every weekend. What I'm trying to say is like we can do different shit. shit. Nah, yeah. Well, I have a connection that we might be able to just pay to jump in. and. Yeah, out. yeah. I'm in. Right. Yeah, I think there's like a... <laughs> so, my brother did a thing where like you buy a car and you have a budget. Yeah, the lemon race. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we spoke about that, about okay. doing it. Yeah, because yeah. my brother works at a auction place yeah. and they, I think they sponsor the event or they used yeah. to or something and they, they, they did it or- I forgot someone, about that. Yeah. So, like, that would be fun as we fuck. We do that. Like, you buy a car. Yeah. I think you got, like, five grand. Yeah. And it's like- that's And you're it. only allowed to do certain mods. Yeah. yeah. And that's all you get. Yeah. So, if it breaks down, you've got to fucking fix yeah. it. Yeah. So, that'd be fun. Like, just shit like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And just, if dad crashes it, we'll bash him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think if we can add that element on top of work, yeah, kind of like, yeah, I think it's both. It I, think nice it's, I think it's making work more fun and just remembering mm. to enjoy the like. Our, so I went into we got to London, and I went into a Vodafone in the middle of Earl's Court, like just next to Earl's Court Station. So it's fucking hectic, sirens, trucks, fucking all this shit going out on out the front. Doors were open. There was scaffolding over the front, so like dimly lit, all fluoro lights. Walked in, no music, no nothing in the store. Three people. One of them was like half asleep on the desk. The other one was like calling, arguing with Custer Small Ford about something. And then the dude that served us was the most boring human being I've ever spoken to in my fucking life. And it took him 20 minutes to do two SIM cards. And I walked out and I was like, fuck, I love my job. Yep. Because the thought of that, because I was sitting there, I was like, I wonder if he gets commissioned on this. I wonder like what what he gets out of this day. Like, is there anything that he leaves today with that he's like excited? Mm. Like I tried to talk to him. I tried, it was just fucking nothing. I was just like, you enough. just fucking hate your life right now. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we, we, we take a little bit of stock of how good you have shit. Because yeah. people live like this every fucking day, and like no disrespect to people in retail, if you enjoy it, good on you. But mm, fuck, means to an end, like, fine as well. Fuck, man, uh, yeah. the thought of doing that churns my stomach. Yeah, yeah, I think getting caught up in the pursuit of more, the pursuit, which is the pursuit of excellence, to a degree, you start to you can lose sight of like just what you have. Yeah, you know, and where you've come from. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can vouch for that. I've kind of fell into that trap recently. So yeah. it's important to, whether it's a holiday or even just, I think reflection on a weekly basis and then some downtime. Yeah. I think you just get to get that right. Yeah. You know, I think we're, I'm a little bit overdue for some downtime, but. Yeah. I think that fun element's important. Like even with golf, like I deliberately have not watched a single YouTube video, have not done a lesson. I just refuse. Yeah. Because I'm like, I know if I touch that button, I'll touch the button. <laughs> I don't want. Yeah. I just want to be able to go out and talk shit with you boys and yeah. not be shit, and that's fine. Um, so yeah, I get, I get that. But you don't want to be shit. Yeah, I just want to be good enough yeah. that it's like. Yeah, I'm the same. I can play with. I like, just want to go out and not be frustrated. You yeah. want to have a bad time when you play. When yeah. you play shit. Which fun. is which is basically if I have to search for my ball every hole, I'm not having a good time. So it's like just be good enough to hit it somewhere in the vicinity of the fairway and I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think um can't wait to play your next I'm gonna smash it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> if I come back and beat you or worse, beat Brenton, I'm gonna fucking let him have it. I'm gonna, des- <laughs> I'm gonna destroy you. That's the plan. So yeah, I think the other thing we touched on before we rolled the camera was just like the other thing I realized was just 
and I, I'm being careful on how I word it because I don't want to be like disrespectful about it. But I think people put the idea of being the nomad PT on this like impossible pedestal and it's like, fuck, you've fucking made it when you can do that. Yep. And I think it's actually just very, very, very achievable. Yeah. Like it's actually not that challenging. Mm. Um, if it it's simple, but it's not easy is the best way to put yeah, it. Of course. I think you got to be, you still got to possess the same mindset. Mm. You know, you got to be very structured and you got to be, you know, um, obviously communication, I think is the one thing, like if you put, like if you looked at like where the red flags could be, yeah. it's just like the time difference, making sure people get what they need. Um, yeah. And then it's just like, yeah, all you need is an internet connection and you yeah. need a schedule so you show up. And that's that'll be it. And I think the if you were going to do it, you'd need to put in, hashtag standout PT, six months of like building just, all the shit we talk about all the time, yeah. like that 5S method of making sure you know who you work with, you've got a good service in place that services those, you've got an ecosystem of content and resources both so like for prospects and for the client mm. because again time differences and stuff like you're not going to be able to be messaging them all day and booking in zoom calls and shit all the yeah. time you're going to need to be able to have shit to give them that are going to solve most of the problems that you're going to encounter most of the time um so that might take six months of like true application to build that yeah and then if you're at a place where it's like oh, i'm put i can put on a client a week when i want to I think it's actually pretty straightforward. And realistically, like you could have, if that's all you were doing, 40, even 50 online clients pretty comfortably. Yeah. You're talking two and a half, three grand. Yeah. It's traveling. pretty fucking easy to live on that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Anywhere, really. Yeah. Except yeah. for maybe Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> Need a hundred clients. Yeah. You can live in a cupboard in Switzerland for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I, like if you can work anywhere with an internet connection now, mm. you can do that. And that's in your country. Yeah. As I said, because um, we're obviously still trying to move. Mm. Um, so we haven't found anything yet, as you guys know. Any houses um, in Gisborne yet? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Not yet. Not yet. I don't know. I'm getting pretty desperate, so you never know. That might change. Um, but then, it, you know, obviously travel is the, travel to work is the discussion point for Steph, right? Yeah. Because teachers can't just transfer and then just magically be, you know, around the corner from their house. But then I, I just keep saying, I just need an internet connection. Yeah. You know, so if you just say that, like, you can travel wherever you like. Mm. You know, you don't have to be, you know, I guess, like, bound to where you live or where you grew up or, yeah, you know, just, like, the state that you live in at the moment or whatever, you can literally, like... Just pick up and go. If I want to go and live here and do that, yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. You know? and I, th- I think that if you master the art of showing up and you do that everywhere you are, mm. you know, and you know exactly where to show up as well. You're not just like, I guess we're like, oh, I'm like a busy idiot. Yeah. You know, where you're just like, oh, I have to do shit, but I'm just doing shit for the sake of doing so, shit. Yeah. So if you get the best return on your time, you can, you can make it anyway. Yeah. You know? And it realistically, it's only like three days of work. Yeah. Like it's three days of work, maybe four, depending yeah. on how much content you put out. But it's like servicing your clients directly. Yeah. It's like that should be maybe two days and then yeah. the other two days should be spent on your business and then you got three days where you just literally... Yeah. And even the days themselves, it's like they're still very... You probably finish in... Yeah, the yeah, slow pace. Yeah, it's like <laughs> probably not an alarm in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? You wake up when you feel like it kind of thing. Yeah. I can't remember who I said it to, one of my clients and um, I'm like, oh, you know, because yeah, they're competing. Um and I said something about like, are you going to be able to kind of, because we, you know, the steps have gone up probably two, 3,000 a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, you're going to be able to get that extra like 45 minutes in? And they're like, I don't have an alarm in the morning. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, you got like, this. <laughs> no problems. <laughs> yeah. So shit like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think it'd be a hard transition for people. And you know, like, I think this is that new wave of like how you earn a living. You know, mm. like um, how it's probably easier now for us to explain what we do yeah. or how we do it. Sorry. Yeah. COVID made that easier. Yeah. Yeah. Or even then, like people <laughs> still think like, hey, you, do, are you like jumping in front of a screen and shit doing fucking startups? <laughs> like, no, man. Like, it's not how it works. But yeah. people are still like, so because people are understanding that, you know, you can make money selling 
digital pictures on the internet now. Yeah. You can trade the currencies that you can't physically touch and that's a job as well. Yeah. Um, as like day trading, you can, you know, make funny videos on the internet that go for like a minute and, you know, people, thousands wow. of people watch them and people pay you for ads and stuff. So there's all these non-traditional ways of earning a living now. So yeah. for you to say like, hey, you know, I just like, you know, log on my laptop, service my, you know, demographic in my client base, which in whatever industry that is, yeah. like that's starting to become normal. Yeah. People are moving to rural areas, you know, being able to kind of keep their jobs and stuff. So the way we, we you know, kind of put food on the table and earn our bread is is starting to change, you yeah. know, um, for the better, really. One thing that stood out, I think, though, which I was aware of and I've been curious to investigate a little bit more is like us having a team, I find so valuable. And I've always wondered, like, with the guys, and I need to think this through before it ever be actually becomes a piece of content. <laughs> this is this is an open brainstorm to get your thoughts on it as well on a podcast. It's like the value that comes with having a business partner of some description. Yeah, just be for like accountability for. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just like the idea that we're doing stuff. Yeah. And like being away and feeling disconnected from that was kind of like, oh, this is like, I couldn't just train people. Yeah. I, like I, when I put the post up, I was like, I would be super unfulfilled just coaching people and living abroad and stuff. Like yeah, maybe when I was younger, but now I'm like, I need something more than that. I want the connection. I want to grow with the people around me. I want to be around those people all the time. And I just wonder how much, because most people are sole traders. But then I look at like there's a lot of really successful brands that have at least two. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it's hard because I don't really remember um, what things were like when I own. was on my own. And yeah. I think because I never got exposed to like what life could be like when – like I didn't know what opportunities and what I was capable of when I was training by myself. Mm. Like I was just a good PT. Yeah. You know, and that's all I told myself that I was going to be because that's all I knew. Yeah. And then we, we, you know, you were like, no, no, this is all, we can do so much more, you know, which was good. It was good to have someone with like that vision to be like, no, no, you're not going to be training people when you're 50 years old in the gym. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh, hang on a minute. He's right. You yeah. know, and then things just evolved. Like even just little things. Like I remember, um, like just with the cars. Yeah. And I was like, can we have those? And you were like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it, sweet. Yeah. So I went out and got myself my first uh, Merc. Um, and it was just little things like that that I think are really valuable. And then I think if you have a business partner or business partners that complement each other, I think that's the best. Like I don't know if we w it would work really well if you and I were the same person. Yeah. Like let's just say for argument's sake, like we're, you know, we're both yes people and – you know, we both just agree and say the same shit and, you know, we're just blowing smoke up each other's asses yeah. and, you know, it's like this narcissistic kind of um, drive, like we're getting this narcissistic drive from our business and stuff because we're, you know, showing ourselves off and stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know if things would, would really work out, but it's like we kind of complement each other, like the three of us really well. Mm. Um, and I think that that's part of like why, it, you know, moving with a group of people is really advantageous because, you know, we all look at the world differently mm. and there's always something that like either you or me or Michael or even the rest of the guys like are just like, what about this? Or have you thought about that? And that's where you can't, you can kind of just start to like fill the holes a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Like I look at the, cause obviously we just had the new guys come on and I look at that and just think would, how much would we have been able to fast track being part of a, the kind of team that we have now? when we started and the different thought processes and stuff. And like, we've had um, a few people that have gone on from working with us as well that have like fucking killing it. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not taking credit for it, but I think the environment is so conducive to being able to do that as well. And I, yeah, I just, I'm, I just wonder like how much value is there in teaming up with someone? If you can, like you said, fill those gaps. Yeah, I think it's huge. Like, mm. it's good to be accountable to somebody. It's good to have someone sometimes, like, you know, be able to call you on your bullshit. And it's not ever in an aggressive manner. It's just like, hey, let's, you know, maybe yeah. have a chat and have a meeting, catch up, 
and just see where we're going. Yeah. Um, you know, because there's been times where we've just kind of treaded water and it's like, hey, we've treaded water for too long now. Yeah. I'm feeling uneasy. Yeah. You know, or it's like, I don't know what's going on. Bring me back into the business. Yeah. Um, and, you know, let's get some, and then let's catch up and get some direction, you yeah. know. Um, so I think there's real value in that. Um, and then you, I think that if you have a good decision-making process and you all agree on the decision-making process, that when there comes a time when you guys do something and one person doesn't agree, yeah, you guys agreed on the process to make decisions, yeah, and you have to just like you know Go for live it. or die with that, yeah, you know, not get butt hurt that if someone's making you know the decision making process says you can't do what you want to do, yeah, because the greater good of the business says this. It's like you you guys all agree that that's how you make decisions if they if we kind of come at at loggerheads. So I think that once you you know it's funny for something to work well, you have to decide how the worst case scenarios work first 100 work backwards from there yeah and it's the same with clients it's like let's go to the terms and conditions and and the roles and responsibilities first yeah so we understand where we where we stand when these things happen yeah nine times out of ten they never happen because you know where the boundaries are yeah so you're never trying to push them so you never have to have those awkward conversations and it's the same with us it's like okay this is how decisions get made this is how this gets made this is how this gets addressed mm. I think we've had maybe two situations where we've sat there and things have gone a bit heated and yeah. then it's like nothing that hasn't you know kind of worn off over the next one to two days so yeah. i think that if you can do that that's fine relationships break down when people aren't on the same page or when those conversations haven't been set at the start yeah and that's where the fractures start to and you're not willing to communicate yeah that's yeah, yeah. where it all breaks down and you just put your big boy pants on yeah I think, when, especially when you get emotional like i think yeah. that that's how it's like you just got to go off like, yo, there's times where you've gotten heated, there's times where I've gotten heated and it's like, okay, I'm going to walk away, mm. cool down and come back. Yeah. And then sometimes you might not even have to sit there and say, you know, sorry and rah, rah. It's like we're all grown ups. It's like we yeah. can just pick up and keep moving forward if we need to. Yeah. Um, or we need to address it if it's gone too far. Yeah. I think that you have to be super mature to work with somebody else. Yeah, I think um, thinking this through as we talk about it, we never set out to do this. No. Nah. When we started working together, it was just like you were training me. We had some overlapping clients and obviously overlapping theories in terms of training. We're interested in the same education. So it was like, oh, let's collab on this. Let's collab on that. And it just worked. And then after probably, what, a year, two years doing that, yeah. then it was like, hey, maybe we should do a thing. Yeah. And then it evolved and obviously grew and grew and grew. So I think maybe at least the message is for a PT who's on the, the up, like we talked to our guys about like running seminars and stuff all the time. Mm. Leverage someone else that's good. Yeah. Leverage someone else that you connect with because then you get both of your sets of clients there. Yeah. So there's more bums on seats and then you learn more and they do something and you're like, oh, fuck, that's pretty good and you learn from them and then you don't have to end up in a business together. Yeah. But I think... So seeking out other people to do collabs with like we brought obviously Benny who was on the podcast a few weeks ago brought him into um, our course to present went through the course him, himself in standout PT yep and we were like oh fuck I've got to talk about mindset to Ben I've got to rewrite this part yeah oh this part needs to be better This because it's like yeah. well, he thinks a different way and he goes to another standard another level so we've got to make sure when that person's in the room that it ticks all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think maybe that is the the thing is just make sure that you've you're not just in your own bubble all the time. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be really restrictive. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to be a big fish in a small pond mm. um all the time. Like you that that's just gonna stunt your your growth and development. Like, you know, like people say you should be the dumbest person in the room. That's a really cool lesson to have, but sometimes you should be the smartest as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, especially for it's us. Hard, it's hard to be the dumbest all the time. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, 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 and it's not. It's not rewarding. Yeah. all the time either. Like yeah. sometimes, I mean, if you're trying to lead, you have to be the smartest person sometimes too, because yeah. that's how the dumbest person learns. Yeah, from you, from someone. Yeah, yeah, and it's the same. It's like you don't want to be the big fish in the small pond all the time because, like, you know, I think that there's a little bit of. Uh, growth and development that you miss out on mm. um, because, you know, you turn into a, your group turns into a bunch of yes people and yeah. you don't really get to reflect and, you know, you, you don't get your boundaries challenged and stuff just because no one's there to challenge you. So it's kind of the reverse of being that dumbest person in the room. You yeah. kind of need to be the small fish sometimes um, or you need to bring someone in who's on, is, is you know, maybe in, 
horizontal to you so yeah. you can bounce ideas off you and stuff like that like that's a really valuable thing too because some people have thoughts and feelings and ideas that you would never even think of and you're like i like that yeah and i'm gonna make that work for us with our culture and yeah you know maybe our systems and our our service and stuff like that yeah. So, yeah you don't necessarily have to bring someone in like ben said um but getting people into your business even from a collaborative perspective something we missed the boat on early early yeah and because we hated everyone yeah <laughs> well, it, and, but it was like <laughs> we didn't have access that, to them early it was access honest. and it yeah. was like we needed to do everything ourselves you know like yeah. we needed to you know make so, sure we had everything and and everything has to be had it to be in the house and now we're trying to get those collaborations and the yeah. networking and the partnerships and stuff um, into the business because that's something that we've identified that's quite valuable that we, we're lacking a little bit or yeah. we were lacking, um, which we've done a great job this year especially yeah. um, just with the 1% and all the guys we've got in the programs and like I said, bringing Benny in and even just conversations and stuff that we have with people. Um, mm. you know, I think that the, we've done a really good job in a short period of time of like, hey, this is a problem. How do we fix it? Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's yeah. really what it's been six to six eight months. months. That's yeah. six, eight months. Since we yeah. decided like we need we need more people other people to be involved in what we're doing. Yeah. And now we've got seven of them. Yeah. And they're all arguably some of the best in the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The world of what they do. So yeah. 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 See, we should reflect more on the good shit that we do. Yeah, I feel much better. <laughs> I feel much better with you being home. <laughs> And then I just feel much better after this conversation. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So you guys just got to. We haven't spoken. We just had a cancelling session since we got back. So you guys got to witness it all live. Yeah, that was actually really good. Very nice. Good. We're going to cuddle. So we're going to turn the cameras off. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had any physical contact with Ben over a month. <laughs> um. So yeah, like, subscribe, screenshot your dogs website is www.stcfitlearning.com you'll find all our programs resources mm. free shit the scorecard so you can have a look how your business is uh, in comp- comparison to what we believe to be an elite business thank you for watching thank you for listening to the year people and we'll see you next time ciao thanks for tuning into the episode don't forget to like it if you liked it and subscribe if you loved it and share it with somebody who you think needs to hear it Don't forget also to head to the website for all our free resources, products, services, and merch. All right, see you next time.